Congressman Matt Gates, who filed a motion to remove McCarthy as speaker. We do have a hidden microphone inside a closed-door meeting between the two yelling at oh, each please. other. Are you ready? Well, then you better bring it. Oh, it's already been brought in. All right, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So this morning, as indicated in the top of the hour news, we still don't know whether former President Donald Trump will appear in court once again today. He has indicated he may, as he did yesterday for the opening of the civil fraud case against him. New York State Attorney General... Letitia James. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, no one is above the law. Former President Trump calling the case, as he has others, a witch hunt even accusing prosecutors of election tampering. It has been very successful for them because they took me off the campaign trail because I've been sitting in a courthouse all day long instead of being in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, or a lot of other places I could be at. The thing is, he could have been at all of those other places because, as we indicated, he's not compelled to appear. Not required to be there. So not his strongest point. Uh, Again, he's not required to attend at least this portion of the trial, but did exchange glares with the attorney general in court. Other Trump family members could be subpoenaed to testify in the coming days and weeks. So that's Trump. President Biden's son Hunter due in court today. Hunter Biden had hoped to avoid all this, first with a plea deal that fell apart over the summer, and then with a request to take part in today's arraignment by video conference from his home in Southern California. The magistrate judge who will take his plea insisted the president's son show up in person. Hunter Biden's lawyer says the charges related to his 2018 handgun purchase are only being brought as a result of pressure on the Justice Department from Republicans. It's not clear when or whether other charges might be brought related to tax crimes or possible violations of foreign lobbying laws. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News, Washington. And in Washington, could have a vote as soon as today on a challenge to the leadership of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who is warring with far-right members of his own party, namely Congressman Matt Gates, who filed a motion to remove McCarthy as Speaker. We do have a hidden microphone inside a closed-door meeting between the two yelling at oh, each please. other. Are you ready? Well, then you better bring it. Oh, it's already been brought in. All right, so there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the exchange. <laughs> that's the exchange between the two. Yeah, this has only happened twice in history, such a challenge to the House Speaker. 1910 and 2015, neither successful. ABC's Justin Finch. If every Democrat in the House votes to remove McCarthy, Gates would need just four other Republicans to remove him as Speaker. Some Democrats could just vote present, lowering the threshold needed to remove the Speaker while giving Democrats some political cover. And we didn't even get into fire alarm guy. We'll have to do that at 8 o'clock. Seven sixteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports up next. It's brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Playoff baseball is set to begin in Milwaukee tonight. The Brewers welcoming in the Arizona Diamondbacks for Game 1 of the Best of 3 wildcard series. Milwaukee likely to have to lean on some of its younger talent this time around in the playoffs. Manager Craig Council on how dealing with the emotions as a young player could play a huge role. The biggest thing is that that's just communication with players. I mean, you can have people tell you, hey, this is what it's going to feel like. you got to feel it, man, for yourself. There, there's, you can't explain to somebody how you're going to feel. You just you got to go through it. And I think, you know, we've, we've definitely we've talked about um, 
you know you're gonna you're gonna feel different and that doesn't mean you play differently you use all that to your advantage the good news for the brewers they have a plethora of young talent on the team they could lean on the bad news they will be without starting pitcher brandon woodruff who has been ruled out of the wild card round at least with a shoulder injury that flared back up woodruff addressing the media on monday on when he noticed something was off with his shoulder and how he is trying to deal with the emotions of not being available to pitch Thinking back on it now, I mean, I, I had no issues until probably Miami, to be honest. I could tell something a little bit maybe in the first couple innings, but it wasn't anything alarming to me. It, Sorry, it, it sucked, man. Um, we got it. We got a good clubhouse, and I want to I want to be a part of that. And, you know, sitting sitting here now, I, I may not. So that, that's the hard, that's the hard part. So we got a, we got a good group and um you know, I think we'll be fine, and and I'll and I'll be right in the middle of it. Tough blow for the Brewers, but no time to dwell on it. As Milwaukee, Arizona, from American Family Field tonight for Game One. That first pitch is all set for six oh eight. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at five thirty. Bucks basketball is back in Milwaukee. The team holding media day yesterday, and it was the first time newly acquired point guard. Damian Lillard was able to address the media. He shared some of his thoughts on coming to Milwaukee and his first impressions of his new team. Everybody's like family. Everybody's cool. Everybody's around each other. They hang out here. Um, You know, that's the type of environment that I've known my entire career. So uh, I think it'll only make it an easier and, you know, more comfortable transition. The Bucs will begin training camp today with their first preseason game on Sunday against the Chicago Bulls. Coming up, enjoy the summer weather for the next couple of days. Bottom drops out by the end of the week. We'll talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski. Coming up next. At 724 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Racine's favorite son, Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist (laughs) Brian Nisnanski. You're on the list. I'm not even my dad's favorite son. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. No, little taste of summer here continues for the next couple of days, yeah. and then by Friday, I see here you got a high, a high of fifty-seven. Uh, that's going to be an awakening. It wouldn't be that big of a deal if we weren't sitting at eighty-five for a high today. Yeah, but right. yeah, that fifty-seven, the fifty-seven is um, doesn't really tell the whole story either. I think it's going to be pretty windy. We're going to have some clouds, maybe even a couple little showers spitting at us. So it, it's just not going to be pleasant compared to where we are. But there's a lot of people who are like anxious for like real fall weather. Yeah, are you a big sweater guy, or what's your what's your fall attire? I, I want so I want summer to last as long as it can, but when fall does hit, um, I don't know. I'm like a flannel, like oh, just yeah. I, I yeah, like kind of the guy. I like the a flannel and like kind of like an outerwear type of guy, like different fleeces and stuff. I, I wear sweaters when I have to, like when I have to look a little bit nicer. But I can see I a turtleneck really like under it. the flannel guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> and and I'm really not a huge fan of the collared shirt under the sweater either. Oh, I mean, yeah, if man. I have to look nice, if I'm rolling <laughs> like that, then then sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, there's a lot of people. I posted a, po- uh, a poll yesterday on Twitter, and right now it was basically, I forget the wording of it, are you enjoying the summer heat? Are you ready for an autumn chill? And um, there are more people who want fall weather than the summer weather. The problem is, is those people have this illusion that fall in Wisconsin is like 60 and sunny every day and like cool, refreshing nights. That's not the case. You know, we <laughs> might get that like three days in fall, get you the, know, so the 48 degrees and sideways mist. 
<laughs> is also false. Absolutely. That's also false. So take that into account as well. But uh, yeah, that's around the corner. In the meantime, we're near record heat today. Uh, the record is 86, so we'll get close. I'm going 85 for a high. Um, the record's 86 set back in 2018, and this will be our last chance of a record. I think a high of 80 tomorrow, and the record is 88. So um, this will be the day if we can. Hey, quick Brewers take from you. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, start. Like, we got gotta go gotta go deep. <laughs> oh yeah. I, first off, I saw your post about the Cubs fans upset about the whole um, Brewers playing errors and stuff like yeah, that on the on the jumbo truck. Follies. Video. I mean, give me a break. What 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 do they want us to give the Cubs last raps? You know what I mean? Like on our home. St- yeah. Like they want their own entrance with a red carpet. Yeah. Uh, as moving forward, though, really upset about Woodruff. That is a huge blow. Um, but hey, get through this first three series, which is scary no matter what team you have. Three game series, anything can happen. Get through it. I think we build some confidence and we'll roll from there. I love it. All right. Thanks, Niz. All right. We'll see you guys later. Yeah, uh, we could talk more though at that at eight o'clock, too. Apparently, some Cubs fans were real bent out of shape that the Brewers, when they were in town, I was there. Yeah. And they played like a blooper reel. They showed Suzuki drop a ball. Yeah, well, he dropped uh, it. The right fielder for the Cubs. Yeah, they didn't think that was very nice. Real classless. Give me a break. Siding Unlimited, WDTMJ News Time, 737. We got Dom Catronio in the house for Brewers 360 coming up at 745. They found her. (laughs) After a massive search, New York State police say a nine-year-old girl who had gone missing last week while biking in a park in Saratoga County in New York was found safe, and a suspect is in custody. They'd been looking for this girl for multiple days. As each hour went on in this search, hope faded. Agencies like the New York State Police to the FBI all assisting in this massive search for Charlotte. And when she was found, there was this collective sigh of relief. Police are now trying to figure out if Charlotte's family was deliberately targeted. So here's what happened. She was actually abducted. They found her bicycle. She'd been biking with friends. They were doing a loop in the campground area. She said she was going to do one more loop before heading back to see her family. Never came back, reported her missing about a half hour later, found her bicycle just sitting on the trail there. So they were searching and searching. And what it ultimately ended up being that broke the case, the kidnapper left a ransom note at their house. The car pulls up to a mailbox. Something is left. State police immediately go to the mailbox and identify what is a ransom note that had been left behind. That's the the governor, and they were able to lift a fingerprint from that note, which tied to this guy who had had like an OWI 20 years ago or something crazy like that. They find out where he's living. He's got an RV behind his parents' house, and they find her in a cupboard. He was resisting arrest, but they were able to pull him out of there, and she knew that she had been rescued. She appeared to be outwardly physically unharmed at the time. 47-year-old suspect expected to be charged. Man, sadly, as we know, these stories don't often turn out with that kind of ending, especially after you go day upon day upon Mm -hmm. day. Amazing, amazing that they're able to find her and that she's doing all right. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. Seven forty-three, Wisconsin's morning news. Six oh eight is the first pitch tonight for your Milwaukee Brewers as we open this hopefully deep playoff run. Uke's throwing out the first ball tonight. First pitch for Bob. That's Uker. right. Here we go. You like brunch? 
<laughs> sure. Sure, I do, Bob. <laughs> and Nigel awesome. Morgan tomorrow. And we have something. What do you have coming up with Nigel Morgan? We got a 5Q You got him to do a 5Q? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. This one will be a 5Q on postseason baseball. Oh, man. Here T we plush go. on postseason. Yep, yep. yep. Okay, what are we doing that? 840 today? 840. We'll do the 5Q mm-hmm. with Nigel Morgan at 840. We got Dom Catronio in the house right now. Brewers 360 is up next. Usingers and baseball, 140 years in the sausage business. That's a long time to be making sausage. Isn't it, folks? 140 years? I wear brat skins for gloves during the offseason. Down low and away, and it's three and nothing now. Finger gloves, they call them. Really? Yeah. Just for the, you know, before it starts freezing. Brew October on WTMJ is presented by Network Health and sponsored by Delta Dental, Annex Wealth Management, and Trust, Wisconsin's bank. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers will begin their hunt for October as they welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight for Game 1 in the Best of Three Wild Card Series. Brewers will be without starting pitcher Brandon Woodruff for at least the first round as he battles a shoulder injury. It'll be Corbin Burns on the mound for Game 1 tonight from American Family Field. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 5.30. Three sixty is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Dom Catronio in the house with us this morning. Of my old timey Brewers songs, that one's the favorite. Oh, I remember right? when we uh, we played it on on the news on one morning when you were like, "Do you remember this is the anniversary? On, of this this song is the one." Out? Yeah, a little Pepsi fan club for you. <laughs> that, that resonate with anybody? Bullseye! No, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> not, not you don't me. even remember being in the Pepsi fan no. club? Yeah, the Brewers Pepsi fan club. You got, I don't know, you got this little magazine. Yeah, what was it called? Like Brew Notes or something like that. You this know? is this is my conflicting series. This is you know I'm an Arizonan and now I'm working for the Brewers. So here we go, baby. Well, who do you like? The Brewers. Okay. I mean, the, the look. Yesterday's news was obviously hard. I was in the press conference room when Brandon Woodruff was there, and you know it, it's it's always tough to see a competitor be told he can't compete, and he is one of the biggest competitors, uh, not just in the Brewers but in the entire league, and. It was still simply, like Christian Yelich said it best, this team's connected, they've done it all season long, there's no reason to believe they can't continue to do it without Brandon Woodruff, and they still got a really deep pitching staff. The bullpen is not a three-headed monster, it's a six-headed monster. And you still got Burns, you still got Freddie, Wade Miley's been great, Colin Ray has been the most unsung hero of this team, they can absorb this. Okay, so who do you pitch tomorrow night? I, it all depends And does on it tonight. depend on what happens tonight? It all depends on tonight. If you win tonight... Uh, you know, let, let's say it's your stereotypical Corbin Burns day. He gets six into the seventh inning. You use your standard bullpen. You, you're going to use Wade Miley if you win because that will keep Freddie Peralta as your ace in the hole to say, okay, you got Freddie going for game three if needed. Otherwise, if you win this series in two, you get to use Freddie Peralta in game one against the Dodgers on Saturday. So if you use Freddie tomorrow, then he's out for Saturday. Yes. Yes. So in the beauty of the NLDS this year, the National League gets an extra off day. So the way it could work with the National League is you can, previously we were saying, oh, you only need three starters. Well, now that third starter is going to be somebody different. 
But let's say this series ends in two, and that would be very important for the Brewers. Freddie would go game one against the Dodgers. Then you get an off day next Sunday, and then the next game is on Monday. That means Corbin Burns can be back on regular rest. Uh-huh. You get another off day, and then you're probably back to, say, a Wade Miley for game three. So you think well, they, let's do that then. That's a good plan. I mean, yeah, so just win. If they <laughs> Book l- it. were to lose tonight then, would they run Freddie out there tomorrow? I have, have to, to imagine so, because mm-hmm. tomorrow... The Diamondbacks are using their best pitcher, Zach right. Gallen. They decided to keep Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, their two aces, on normal rest for this series. So there's no guarantee we see Merrill Kelly in a Game 3, but they're going to have Zach Gallen in Game 2 to try to force it if that if that is the case. Prospects for a deep run here? Absolutely. Yes? This is, I mean, the Woodruff... I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but who would be next? The... the the Dodgers is going to be the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, it's like, can you get by the Dodgers like in 2018? You know, one game away, we all know the story. But in my opinion, everyone talks about the offense. Everyone talks about how bad the numbers are and we're a slugging team in the postseason, yada, yada, yada. That's including two and a half months of a very different lineup. And just for comedic relief, go back and look at the lineups in June when the Brewers last faced the Diamondbacks. Ryan Tapia is in there. Jesse Winker is in there. Guys that are not going to be factors. Brian Anderson, Owen Miller, Luis Arias. These are guys that are not factors, obviously, in the postseason. Mark Hanna, Carlos Santana, uh, a resurgent Sal Freelich, and Yelly being healthy. There, there's a lot to like about this offense, supposed to the last time you saw this team. Man, I always love your optimism, dumb. And it's not based on just, it's not fan optimism, like, oh, we're going all the way. No, like, it's, it's. Seen a lot of baseball. It's data based. We needed it. We needed it this morning. Yeah, definitely needed it. It's gonna be okay. Let's play some playoff baseball is the best, man. I I can't wait to be there. All right. Can we just smile? Can we enjoy this, please, a little bit? Do it. It, Be there. Brewers tickets, uh, brewers.com slash postseason. Let's let's pack the house. Let's have some fun. Ten minutes to eight. Mark Tauscher up next on Wisconsin's morning news. Idea man. Bigger star. Madonna in the day or Taylor Swift in today's fractured landscape. Innovative. I love Belichick's quote. You can imagine Bill Belichick, who is the most like monotone dude of all time. You can't get anything from him. And Packers Hall of Famer. He basically said, you know, Kelsey has made a lot of great catches in his career. I don't th- I think this will be his greatest catch of all. <laughs> it's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealer. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. So, Tausch, I wonder if you have a take on this. It's still stuck under my craw. It was like from over the weekend, but I can't I can't get past it. Okay, website is Wisconsin Sports Heroics, and the headline is, after the weekend series with the Cubs, Chicago Cubs fans furious with blooper reel shown on Milwaukee Brewers' Jumbotron. Apparently during the Cubs series, the Brewers put up, you know, their video team put together this little package of Cubs players dropping balls and such. And Cubs fans, who prefer to call American Family Field Wrigley North, were just outraged at the disrespect they were shown. Oh, oh poor outraged. little babies. Oh, those poor little babies. I, listen, I don't know, Vinny, <laughs> I, we're, I think you're a little bit older than I am. But do you remember the old days where it was this week in baseball? This week it was, in came baseball, on like, absolutely. Mel Allen, it, it would, Twib notes. Come on like Saturday mornings, and they did the blooper reels for the week. <laughs> yes. You know, people dropping balls or getting in a rundown, and they throw it over somebody's head. And uh, So, first off, this whole concept, the Brewers got beat, right? And then they, they sat around to wait because they needed the Cubs to lose. We didn't drop that ball. The Cubs did, and it was in live action because our fans needed to see it because obviously we're going to celebrate winning a division after 160 games. So it's 
I find it disingenuous at best. Um, it's not like we're running that. If, now, if we do that tonight, uh, leading into the playoff game, when they're not even, uh, there. I'd have an issue with <laughs> that. I'd have an issue with, but we're not going to. I, and I just think back to it. Nobody got injured. Like the Vikings ran that uh, bar in, when he broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. That literally was one of the highlights of the Viking season in the year they had the Minneapolis Miracle. It was like Minneapolis Miracle 1, bar breaking uh, Aaron Rodgers' collarbone 2. That was in the Star Tribune uh, for the top three things that happened in the Viking season. That's ridiculous. This, have a little fun, it's baseball, get over it, tough break, blah, blah, blah. I got to say, though, that scoreboard crew over there at AmFam, they're fantastic. I mean, they they often are doing a little trolling. I'm curious if they keep that up a little bit here throughout the rest of the postseason. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, listen, Twitter is fantasy land. Uh, it's not real. I think we all know that. There's obviously important things happen. There's news breaking and everything else. But the bottom line, it's troll city. I love it when teams do it. The Packers took a lot of grief for not doing anything. David Bach, Jerry called them out on it. And they've gotten even a little bit edgier. I think the Brewers... With all of their fun stuff that they've done, whether it's Sandlot or they are always looking to entertain and to try to have a little bit of fun with their fans and with the Twitter account. I think it's something the fans enjoy. And, yeah, you're going to maybe break a couple eggs, but you're going to have a heck of an omelet. Worst worst place for you to play, Tausch. Who is the the most hostile environment? Oh, it was the Metrodome for sure. The Metrodome <laughs> sucked. Uh, it was like a you know a quarter of an inch of uh, turf put on a concrete slab. It was loud. They pumped in noise. Uh, they had they had you walk down. You know you're in your luckily you know you're in tennis shoes because you're playing on turf. But you'd have a flight of I don't know probably seventy or eighty steps. You'd go down, then you'd have to go back up, and they would never let you shortcut. The security guard would get there. As a matter of fact, I tore my groin off the bone, and I ended up hobbling up the steps to get out of that hellhole. Oh, I hate it. That place is a dump. They still got that Viking guy, like the real guy. What's his name, Ragnar? Ragnar. Yeah, Ragnar. <laughs> no joke. We, uh, uh, legit, we had just beaten them in a hard-fought game, and we were going to the, I was going to the buses, and I stopped to go to the bathroom, and Ragnar, in full costume, <laughs> was sitting there taking a pee, and I'm like, hey, tough game today, Ragnar. And uh, He ended up, I think, pricing himself out of a job up at the new U.S. Bank Stadium. I don't think Ragnar still exists up there. I think that's true. I remember like, the guy was like, no, here, I have the leverage on this. I am yeah, he was, he would come out on a snowmobile, which was pretty, yeah. you know, boss. Like, it was pretty sweet. And one time, it was, a, it was he came out on a motorcycle, and Favre took a ball and pumped it at him. And I thought Ragnar, he lost control of the motorcycle. He ended up getting it back, but he had smoke coming out of his ears. I, it would have, I don't know if it would have been funny. It would have definitely made a blooper reel had he fallen off that motorcycle. <laughs> we'll talk again tomorrow, Tosh. Thanks. See you guys.